And then she wanted to go to the sex museum. Right. Welcome. Oh, hello. <laughs> so our very first episode, B&B Podcast, how are you feeling? Good. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for tuning in, guys. It's exciting. Um, yeah, it is. Let's fucking, let's rock and roll. What's new with you, bro? Not a lot. No. Back at work. Lockdown yeah. over. You know, it's nice to have loads of time off, but it has to be back well. As well, you didn't really have much time. You were doing security. True, yeah, but that was, that was all right. Yeah. It's only during the easy night. Easy life, wasn't it? Yeah. What did you do over lockdown? Well, we spent a lot of time together during lockdown, really. We were recording yeah, stuff. Yeah, we were in a bubble, weren't we? So we were doing yeah. top bins and all that. Yeah. Uh, spending time with little one. Yeah. That's about it, really. Nice and chilled. Yeah. It's a horrible feeling when they said, oh, everyone can go back to work now. And you're kind of like, yeah, I want to, this, but... This first couple of weeks has been tough. It's just like, mate, I've been used to standing on my feet all day for the last fucking 10 years, 12 years of my life. Yeah. And then, like, I did fuck all for three months. And then they're like, oh, we're back to work now. And then it's like, the shift I'm on is like 12, 9. Like, oh, fucking easy life. Yeah. And then after that, after, like four hours that you're going my back is fucked <laughs> like what the fuck is going on yeah no in fact yeah it's like your legs I find we've been sat yeah. down so fucking long well remember all kitchens are a bit standard true because yeah. of drainage but yeah. let's not talk about food but we can talk about life and work so how's the our old baby now eight and a half months now yeah also called Louis Louis yeah another Louis not named after you like you keep saying it is it is it's not um but yeah People always told me before I had him that time will go quick. Yeah. And I was kind of a bit like, nah, surely it can't go that quick. But my God, it flies by. So many people always said, say to you, said to you, you, you say to me all the time, so I don't want kids. Mm. And uh, pretty, I'm pretty clear about that. You're like, no, when you have one, yeah. it fucking Cause, Yeah, because having Louis, it wasn't planned. It kind of just happened. Yeah. Not that we were upset about it happening. Like, no, of course. It was, it was a mistake, like, it was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was a bit like shit. I don't know if I'm ready for this. I'm not ready. I was excited, but not. I'd be more. I'm more excited now to have my second child because I know what it's like, obviously. But at the time, that's an exclusive. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> but no, honestly, it, it changes your life, and it's it's mad how much it changes your life because it's a diff- completely different. Because I used to go out like partying and drinking yeah. a lot, all the boys, you know. Then that happens. You just have to change because there's no other way. No, no, I know, I know, I understand that, but and uh, my life will change, blah blah blah. But to some people, just aren't. No, yeah, no, I get that. I just recommend it to people. To yeah, do. obviously when you're ready, but if you don't want them at all, then you so, don't want so, them. But well, I don't know. That could change. Could meet the right person. Whatever. Exactly. You never know. But I can't look after my fucking self. <laughs> Imagine me trying to look after a baby. That's what I thought, mate. That's probably what everyone thinks. I live with four chefs. Do you really think I'd bring a baby into this world, into a fucking house full of chefs? Well, I'm sure if you found no, out... No, I'd move out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, my missus is pregnant. I'm just going to keep living in the chef lodge. <laughs> no, you'd, you'd definitely move out yeah, and find somewhere. But um, if, we, if I move out of the chef lodge, we ain't got the studio anymore. I'm sure we can find another studio. Uh, or we'll just use it. Yeah, just come back up. <laughs> yeah, don't live anymore, but we're using your living room. So, yeah, you recently moved out as well. Moved out of a parent's house, now you've got a baby, got a flat. How's yeah, it going? really good. It's a nice fucking flat. It is nice. Yeah. Nice ground floor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, like, I like living. Obviously, it's nice living with parents, you see them all the time and all that, but... Cheaper life. Yeah, and cheaper. But it's always nice to have your own place. Yeah, I moved out early, quite young. Yeah, cause you've moved around a bit, haven't you? Yeah, my job, like with my job, I, I love, I love moving around the country and that. But like staying somewhere for a couple of years, I'm a bit older, obviously. Than yeah. You. So like, stay somewhere for like three years, move on. Mm-hmm. But then, because of that, I've always lived at my job. Yeah. It's like part of the deal. Do I you guess. like that though? I love it. You love like, it. Yeah. You prefer it. Yeah. Some 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 livings have been terrible. Because I can imagine, like, if it were me personally, I'd like having my work and my home separate I think yeah I get that but I've never had it any different yeah, like, I, I, grew, I grew up in a pub my, my, my parents ran a pub mm. so it's like they lived there yeah so it's like I kind of always done normal. it yeah, yeah. Uh, and then as soon as I could move out I moved to another pub if it was like just for a summer you know work yeah. six weeks in a busy time you're living in and I'd be like yeah that's yeah. fine so like working abroad I think that would have been a cool thing when yeah. I was younger but never for as a chef you can't get work abroad as a chef it doesn't make sense yeah 
Um, and I can't do anything else. I won't do anything else. No, no. So, um, what's your aspirations then? What well, do you it want was to open do? a restaurant. Diet, cool little diner. Yeah. Like American smoked foods and nice. stuff like big meals, like stunt food they call it. Like mm. looks good on Instagram. Yeah, Instagrammable. Yeah, yeah, like big burgers, big pulled porks, like sh- pork shoulders, briskets, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. That was the idea, but nah, not now. I think I'm happy doing like working for brands now, like this. Like companies. We're not going to yeah. say the name of the company, yeah. obviously, but um, working for because it's safe. Mm-hmm. You're safe. Secure, like, I, yeah. like that's that might sound like a cop out, like being safe or whatever, but I can guarantee you my fucking money is in my bank every month. Yes, it's not like you're working for like a family run place and you, you don't know if it's Mate, I've had horror stories, you know what I mean? And like, work, I work, like, oh, pay didn't come in, all right, oh, we'll pay you in two weeks, you've got to wait six weeks for your pay, really sorry, blah blah blah. That six weeks never comes, yeah, so you then, but then you can't leave because. Mm. I'm never going to see that money if I leave. Yeah, so you've got to wait for it. Yeah, keep waiting and waiting. It never fucking comes. They then give you a month's wages after being there two months, and you're like, what about the first six weeks I didn't get paid? Oh, we'll sort that, we'll sort that, we'll sort that. But, um... It's yeah, always just hanging on, then. Yeah, it? that's why, as soon as I moved... As soon as I went to uh, a, a, a popular chicken restaurant... Yeah. Without saying the name... Yeah. Um, I thought, this is it, mate. This is... They get looked after... Guaranteed holiday, you won't do over your hours, and if you do, you get paid for it. Yeah. Whereas normally, I'm used to doing, getting paid, getting paid for 40, doing 70. Yeah. But whereas at this chicken restaurant, I was like, contract of 35, I'll do 50, I'll get paid you 50. You get paid those 15, yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm fucking living the dream. Now we're now I'm back proper chefing. Um, I've done stuff in between, obviously. Yeah. But like, back doing this, mate, it's, this is a good, good place. Good, and it's not a massive brand yet, so it's like it's still growing. Isn't they're it, very yeah. personal with with people our level. Yeah, and people like us will just like me and you. You've been here a while. I'm quite new here, but I'm still. I've, I've I think I've put my fucking mark on a lot of yeah. people. Yeah, it's like um, people who are here now will be looked after when they are massive. Yeah, we're the ones who'll be moving up with the company. Exactly. Yeah, we were here when it from the bottom started from the bottom. <laughs> what about you? Aspirations. Yeah. So it's weird for me because I was the same. Like when I first got into chef, and I always dreamt about having my own restaurant mm. and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. Like I love the chefing. I love the cooking side of it. But now, I've, like we've mentioned before, like finding out about all the stop takes and learning all that yeah. sort of stuff. I love that side of it as well. You're a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> and I've always been into computers, so I feel like a computer job within. Not a computer job, that's not the right thing to say. Um, not an office job. Not an office job, no. But like... A hands-on... Hands-on, paperworky sort of side to do with kitchens yeah, and hospitality. Yeah. I can't think of a job role to, to call that. Maybe no. like an exec chef. Maybe. But um, there's a lot of exec chefs who don't actually cook, so... Yeah. I'd still want to do the cooking Be side served, of it. And service, maybe like a trainer... Yeah, you know, go around yeah. and train the new chefs that start in the company. Um, so obviously, I've started doing a bit of that recently, training them all the systems and stuff. So maybe something like that. Yeah, how was that training? Good. Because we went down, we went down to the edge of the country. I was, I tried to go down with him, but it didn't happen. Yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not a very confident person when it comes to speaking to people, but really, I had to speak to people there. Yeah. And it really brought me out of my shell, and even since coming back, I only came back what week or two ago yeah I can already tell the difference and I'll happily speak to yeah. newer people do you know what I'm saying so yeah it was really good for me um, so I was having an hour on whether to do it in the first place but I'm glad I did but if you did go down and you didn't enjoy it then just don't do it again yeah like, at least you tried it yeah yeah I've always been a big believer of that you've got to try it before you knock don't knock it before you try it yeah. you know what I mean you've always yeah. got to try things if it fails it's life experience isn't it? at least you've done it don't knock it before you try it have you ever had bum sex yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe that saying doesn't apply to everything. <laughs> Some people enjoy it. Yeah, I fucking love it. <laughs> um, I've got a question. It's not about us actually, but it's a quite a good podcast post. And I asked Ryan earlier, um, my housemate. He, um, I said, second class post. Do you understand it? Second class post. Yeah. No. So it's first class stamps. Second yeah, class yeah. stamps. Second class post. Does it make sense to you? Because to me, it doesn't. 
So that first class is there in a day and a half or two days, whatever. Yeah. For second class is like three days. Right? Yeah. It all turns up to the sorting office at exactly the same time. What yeah. are they doing with the second class place? They're like hiding it in another room. <laughs> hiding it for a day and then bringing it back. And they're like, um, well, what about all this post? Give yeah, you can day. take it out now. Give it a day. Yeah, <laughs> give it a day. Give it a day. Let, let it marinate. Yeah, that's true, actually. I've never <laughs> let it marinate. <laughs> marinate in the cupboard for a day before you send it out because it's second class. Yeah. Now, I've never... Yeah. Because it all has point. to turn up at the same place at the same time. Cause so if it, yeah, because if it gets sorted, it must get sorted. It gets got to. And then it must get given to a postman or post lady to... Post officer? Yes. Whoever, I don't know. To go out. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Because uh, now, now I was thinking, I thought deeper into it. Thought, so if people stopped buying first class posts, yeah, per, per, first class stamps, second class would then become priority. Yeah. So then, what? What? There's got to be a story behind it. There's, it? Yeah. Rise, Rise said probably from the war. Everything else is. True. <laughs> probably is something to do with that. Yeah, yeah, probably. You can imagine it is. But if you knew, if anyone fucking knows, let me fucking know because it's fuck, it's room on my brain. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I didn't think of that before. So I got the only reason I thought of this because I ordered loads of stuff for Amazon. Yeah. And then I bought something off eBay and it come on second class. Right. And I was thinking, I ain't seen that in fucking years. Nah. How is it still a thing? Because I I haven't really heard of second class. I didn't even know it was really a thing. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was just so it's first class post. is a blue stamp. You right. Second class is a brown stamp, and it's like if that's not a thing anymore, because I rarely see it anymore. Yeah. To be fair, I'm not. A, I don't fucking work for I'm not a postman no but I don't if people aren't fucking buying it then surely anyone that delivers posters listening please message my fucking stepdad is a postman well, there you go I should have asked just asking yeah that's a good point fucking hell fucking talking about stamps eh <laughs> welcome it's a VMB podcast <laughs> first episode talking about stamps um so, but, but let's do it, go back to our lives. That was just a silly little interlude, I guess. <laughs> uh, what did you when you were growing up? Did you always want to be a chef? No, no. I, I wanted to be a number of things growing up. I wanted to be a maths teacher. I wanted to be a pilot. Uh, I wanted to be the Red Power Ranger when I was younger. Oh no, I wanted to be the Green Power, the Gold one. Oh, the White and Gold one. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, nice. Yeah, he's one still, of the ponytail. He's still in it. Is he? He's still in the Power Rangers, mate. To me, that that screams a bit weird. Yeah, the, all the new Power Rangers, right? No, it sounds weird that I'm, I watch it, but I don't care. <laughs> but they're all like nineteen, eighteen. He's fucking fifty-five or something. <laughs> like, what are you doing with the your life? <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Tommy. The I guy. know who you're on about. He's yeah. got a ponytail, hasn't he? Well, not anymore. Well, he's he got a fucking shit airline now. But um, he was the goal. He was the the he was the bad ranger. Yeah. At the beginning, when it was Mighty Morphin. Yeah. Talk about fucking Power Rangers on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's still in it. He's fucking still there. Because, like, God. the whole st- the last series I watched was like last year's whatever. Um, they didn't, you didn't know who it was. And then he, like, the final, revealed the final him. fight scene, he took off his mask. And, and there a he big is. explosion behind him, he's walking down like that. Odd nut. Mate, how you. They let you out the old people's zone for this. <laughs> He was pretty old in the first lot, wasn't he? He was older than them then. Yeah. Fuck me, he must be getting on a bit now. I, I went to cinema to watch the film. That's nice. how old I am. Fucking, what was it called? It was uh, The Ooze, something. I wouldn't know. And uh, it was like this purple fucking drink, or whatever, purple hair gel. And then like, people put their hands in it like that, and they turn into fucking veggies. <laughs> but, and then they like follow whatever the fucking geezer said. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Fucking hell. Yeah, but sorry. The, the uh, yeah, Rangers. let's go back. Let's get off a of Power Ranger. You wanted to be a Power Ranger. Yeah, that was my first job I wanted. Um, but yeah, so I think eventually my mind was set on maths teacher during school. And then I got to when I was 16 and I needed a job. And my mate worked here. And he was like, uh, do you want a job as a KP? I was like, yeah, all right, why not? It's a summer job. And then I was watching people chefing. You know, watching them run around the, the adrenaline in the kitchen. And I thought, it. love it. I don't really know what I want to do. So, and then I got offered a course on chef, and I thought, yeah. I suppose it's a trade, even if I don't want to do it in the future. Can always so come back. That. Exactly. It's always something you can come back to. But I love it. Yeah, I loved I do. it. So I only realised I wanted to be a chef after I started working in the kitchen. Yeah. I didn't want to be one beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Always wanted a chef. Yeah, always. Yeah. 
I don't, well, I, I've got a real problem with parents. Right. Like, how... So I worked out front when I was, like, 16. Hmm. I was a fucking waiter, whatever. I fucking hated kids and parents. I have not the kids. Yeah. How the parents expected everything. And, like, I hate people who treated hospitality staff like they're second class citizens yeah so then it was like as soon as I was as soon as I had the fucking chance there was like a summer where it was like oh you can come work in the kitchen uh, for us um, on on pots like in the yeah. sink and as soon as that happened I uh, fuck never looked back yeah I was KP for like two weeks before I became a chef the fucking head chef two weeks and that, like three chefs didn't turn up two called and sick one walked out he fucking threw tongs at me and went you're here. Oh, never, never looked back. I was 17. Yeah. So how old are you now? 29. 29. So what's that? 12, 12 years. years. 12 years okay, working yeah. the line. Nice. I've been at every level as well. KP all the way up to fucking head chef. Yeah. And I'm back. Well, fucking. What's your What's your favourite position? Sue. Sue. Yeah. Less responsibility, but you're in charge. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Sue, if something goes really badly goes wrong, it's on the head. Yeah, we're one team, but. He's got he's so much stress on the head chef role. Yeah. That I couldn't really do. I could. I can deal with it. But I, people who know me know I've got a bit of a short temper. Yeah. But I agree. <laughs> uh, and sous chef, I kind of like. I that was. I was in my element. Like. Yeah. I didn't have too much stress on me, mm-hmm. but I could also. I love being in control. Yeah. So I could also control the situation. But you've I always got to, the head to fall back yeah, on, sort of thing. I've yeah. I've always got a support. Whereas as head, I don't think you did. Unless you have a really good suit, yeah, which I believe I was, yeah, and that's like yourself, really good. So, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I do like Sue, but then I've never been head, so I wouldn't know. It's fucking hard work. Well, I've never worked for a, ch- a chain as head chef, so might be different. Yeah, I can imagine in like a independent hotel, I was working at and fine dining. It was hard. Yeah, I can imagine that's really hard. But yeah. So, if you weren't a chef now. What would you want to do? Oh, I'd be in prison. You'd be in prison? <laughs> in, not, not where you would be, what would you want to do? Oh. You wouldn't want to be in prison, surely. Um, realistically, um, I uh, never really thought about it. It's like a cabbie. Yeah? Yeah. I can see you as a bit cabbie. of a geezer. Like, I love to chat, innit? Yeah. Like, all, I can I love, imagine myself yeah. getting in a taxi and you're driving. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, a bit of cabbie maybe. Um, realistically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a clue what I'd do. No. No. Right now, if you had to quit. Fuck knows. No. Honestly, I wouldn't know. Well, I could be a cabbie straight away. I can't fucking. I can't. I can't drive. Oh yeah. <laughs> you need to learn that bit first. Uh, I. 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 I reckon I'd fuck. I'd just have to fucking take a waitress job or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Easy or like working in a shop or something. Yeah, just until you got your license. Call centre. That's oh, an easy. Nah. I've no, right. I've got a story nah. about this, right? So I was going to quit being a chef years ago when I was like twenty five, twenty four. Yeah. My mate was um. No wait, well, let's get to that. So I quit. I was like, I'm never coming back. Started working for a home improvements place on the phone. Yeah, selling windows and conservatories. Right. And uh, I was there four hours, and uh, I'm going for a fag, and I forgot my coat. Right. And I walked out, but I walked, walked, just carried on walking, and then I got really upset because I forgot my coat. <laughs> so you worked at a call centre for four hours. Yeah, and then got a phone, phone my mate, so I needed a job. So yeah, come work. We can do tonight shift if you want. Uh, yeah, the thing with being a chef as well is so easy to work, find work. Right, that. Because it's like a what's it nationwide shortage of chefs in oh, the UK. Oh yeah, yeah. There? I suppose, yeah. Well, it's because a lot of them, a lot of chefs are underpaid, undervalued, uh, underappreciated. Yeah. Imagine me working in a fucking call centre. Fuck. No me. chance. That is that's probably my worst nightmare of a job. Well, I I did it for four hours. Spoke to people. People spoke to like shit on the phone, which that doesn't bother me. That sort of stuff. Yeah. Because like, I'm, I'm bred different. Like chefs can handle whatever gets talked. Yeah. Hard skin. Like, yeah. That didn't issue, That wasn't an issue for me. What was an issue was like, I can't answer back, mm-hmm. and then uh, they hang up, or you'd hang up, and then you have to phone some other fucking rude cunt. So like, 
And then I was like, you can never defend yourself, something. And, and then I was thinking, I, was, I got to my first break, and I was like, do I really want to fucking do this? No. Yeah. So I, yeah, so I just walked out, and I left a Stone Island coat on the fucking. Fuck. Yeah. Bet you were fuming. Yeah, I was, because then I was too, too like ashamed to go back. <laughs> I walk back in and I look alright and not. Yeah, I can't walk back in. Forgot my coat. <laughs> yeah, forgot my coat. I'm also leaving. Yeah, but if I see anyone with an orange Stone Island coat, 2XL, I'm going to beat the fuck out of them. <laughs> well, that was, I remember you. you that was four years ago, five years ago. But um, then there was one time I was working in Salisbury uh, in a hotel and um, one of the chefs left mm. and he joined um, a big uh, government sort of thing uh, like Ministry of Defence sort yeah. of thing and the offices and it was like admin and he fucking loved it mm-hmm. and um, I hope he's not listening because he was shit <laughs> absolute shit chef like bollocks but he was a good lad yeah um, and then he called me he was like oh they've got a job going and I've picked you up like they want characters and yeah. I was like oh right yeah go on then and then in the interview I was getting bored thinking about the job and I, and I was like, oh, sorry mate, this ain't for me. I told him in the interview, sorry mate, this really ain't for me. If I was bored thinking about the job... Yeah, but I suppose it's not a bad thing to let him know straight away during the interview. Yeah, yeah, but like, I, my <coughs> thought process was, if I'm bored thinking about this job, yeah. imagine me doing the job. Yeah, it'd be even worse. And and it would and look bad on that geezer who like, tried to help me out. Because yeah. like, he's brought me in and then I quit after like four hours again yeah they're gonna look at him like what what have you done here <laughs> yeah but I suppose in an interview they describe to you what the job role's more about than just a description on a fucking what your mate might have given you or oh, something he was sat there telling me you've got to do this and this and in the mornings you like you got to put all the details in and then the lab will send you they, they did like vaccines and stuff mm. the lab will send you um the details of the small of the mornings, uh, findings, all that bollocks. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't yeah. know. And then you got input that the in the afternoon. I was like, oh, oh my fucking god! <laughs> like, was, that is not for me. <laughs> I can't believe the guy didn't notice I was bored. But we were kind of there, like, oh, fuck. But <laughs> is it a long interview then? No, oh, it was like an hour. Oh fuck that! Fuck that! Well, that's a good segue. Interviews. You've only ever worked here, or two places. No, I've worked. Let me think. I've worked two places, but I've had a number of interviews. So, my interview here was the most piss easy interview I've had. Same as me coming here. Yeah, it was like so. The, the head chef at the time when I first started was friends of my family, like distant friends, not like best yeah. friends. Um, so I walked in with my CV in hand, little sixteen-year-old me. <laughs> You know, walked in the kitchen. He's like, "You right, Cal?" I went, "Yeah." He goes, "When can you start?" I said, "Friday." He said, "See you at five. That was my interview. I said, "I got my CV." He said, "Same as mine. It. Same as mine." So, like, I've been speaking to the head chef for a while or over email, and I was going to go to another branch, weren't I? Yeah, up north, and um, and uh, they said, uh, "Oh, come go to go to this area." I'm not going to say the name. Yeah. Um, go to this area blah 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 so I come here, and then I've been speaking to the head chef here for a while like like asking him all the details and stuff so there was no like confusion or whatever yeah I travelled here for the interview mm-hmm. and he's gone mm, do you want to live in like, yeah can you start Monday yeah okay see you later job done could have done that over email mate so you have to travel all the way here just for that but then how long after that did you just move in straight after? I moved in three days after. Oh, right. Because I hated my job so much. Yeah. And I told them, as soon as I find a job, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, You've got to give notice. The, no, this is the notice. I'm no, I'm telling you yeah. that any moment I if could I, leave. Yeah, if I find something, then I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, so at least they knew. Well, I think it's still a bit of a shit shithouse move, but I did say... And I gave them, I did tell them, like, three weeks before I did actually leave. Yeah. But it was like, I'm looking for a new job. And because of the global pandemic, people are desperate for my yeah. my line of work. So as soon as that happens, I will be leaving. No, you, as soon as you get a job, you need to give us notice. Yeah, no, I, this notice is now. Yeah. You have noticed that I will leave at any yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I heard that after the pandemic, 
that a lot of chefs left the trade and never come back yeah they would like they realised with all the time off they had like how nice some, it would be to have like mates, evenings off or whatever and yeah some of my mates started doing um, like working in like, like warehouse like book a warehouse mm-hmm. or macro whatever or um, delivering for supermarkets during yeah. the pandemic because they couldn't work and they're Chefs are very proactive people. Yeah, most of us are fat fucks, but our minds are very proactive. Yeah, that's why we, we had to do something. the podcast and stuff because yeah, I was yeah. losing my mind. And it was like, so they did all these things, and then like by the end of the pandemic, they had to go back to work. That this is a nice life. Yeah, like I'm not chasing money. This is the same conversation as earlier. They're then looked after in yeah. real life jobs. Oh, oh, I get weekends off. I, I, I get evenings off sometimes. I, I, I finish at 5pm. Yeah. Look. You can understand it. You can understand it. Because if, if you never had that lockdown, then people might not, probably wouldn't have left the trade. But no, but there, there, was, a national, there was a national shortage before pandemic. There's, there's even more now. Surely, there's got to be. And, but then there's a lot of people taking the piss. Mm. A lot of like big corporations taking the piss going, what we'll pay you is minimum wage for chef work. And then... Yeah. But then the reason they're still paying that is because idiots are accepting it. Yeah. And I'm calling out all chefs who go, oh, yeah, I'll work for, I don't know what minimum wage is. It's like £8 something, isn't it? Yeah, I'll work for eight, eight 8 or something, isn't it? Yeah. Eight, I'll work for eight ninety an hour. And then they go, okay, that means anyone will. Yeah. But then people keep accepting it because there's lack of work. So people will carry on accepting some sort of money. Yeah. So that means we're getting undervalued. Mm-hmm. We're not here I don't believe we, no. like everyone always wants more money that's yeah. the way that's the way life is but um, there is a lot of chefs who are getting paid eight ninety one, yeah, or whatever it is and for the environment you work in and very and intense and, yeah kitchens are a very intense place it never stops does it it's no. all day every day you have to be a different breed of person genuinely and I'm not saying that making out is fucking like it's like, it's, it's rocket science because yeah. it's not but mentally you have to be a very different person to someone who works in a corner shop yeah like anyone can work in a corner shop well but not anyone I'm not saying anyone's job's easy no because it's not because everyone has different people find different things easier but um, I believe because you see it in kids who come through the kitchen mm-hmm. the KP and you, you notice within hours like either he needs to come out of a shell like that yeah. or he's never going to live in this life it's a very weird life yeah. and I'm not trying to gatekeep chefing mm-hmm. like I hate I hate gatekeeping and all that sort of bollocks but it's like we work very close with each other we're very very close yeah, all the time like second family as well like, it? But like not, oh you mean but, close as in uh, actual yeah that was my next point so we're very yeah. but that but only because we're very close proximity we're touching and it's hot mm. it's very hot um, it's like burns cuts uh, very loud intense angry place yeah. and then you become very good friends because you're so close to each other I've met some of the maddest people in the world mm-hmm. some people who are genuine killers in kitchens right but they, they're very it's a weird bond chefs have and if you never really catch on to it Mm-hmm. you're never going to live this life yeah. and then after a shift the ev- every chef has a little clutch as well mm-hmm. some like a bit of blem some s- take too much drugs yeah. some like beer and that's that the ones who like beer are the safe chefs yeah like what like that like I'm not going to take piss out of anyone who takes drugs because well, you know what it is it happens and yeah. it is what it is but like if you everyone then afterwards has a beer the, the prime example is all day I'm calling someone a, a cunt all day yeah. like they're fucking up I'm throwing stuff at them threatening them well not like not properly but you know what I mean yeah, I'm like yeah. really giving them shit all day end of the shift it's all forgotten hugged out we're yeah. having a beer together I don't think many people can live this life no. honestly and I'm making it out it's a really hard job it's not mentally it's it's really hard yeah I feel like chefs just have their own little, little bubble don't they it if, takes a special breed yeah I love it though it's, it is a second family I feel like brothers like, all the time you think during the really busy times you see the sh- your colleagues more than you do your family well I, I rarely see my family in it well yeah but it's like, a bit different few but like you from, but. you 
you were in the so our, our peak times. Mm-hmm. You're you're in work at eight a.m. Yeah, you get a break. Yeah, but it's not long enough for you to go home. No. So you stay here in the break room or here, mm-hmm. come to the lodge, and then it's like. Um, then go back to work. You then don't get home till ten at night, eleven, twelve at night. Yeah, because um, you have to have a beer. You don't have to, but it, it's not. I don't like finishing work straight away, going home. Oh, I can't. Have to wind, you have to wind down. down. Yeah, like normal people, not normal people. Normal jobs, nine to fivers. Everywhere's open mm-hmm. when they finish work. Yeah, for me, everything's closed. Everything's closed. You know what's open? The pub I'm in. Yeah, like or the restaurant I'm in. Mm-hmm. And it, that first pint is beautiful. Oh, so good! Nothing beats that. The crisp. Cold. I wish everyone in the world that isn't a chef could experience that pint. That pint. Oh. oh. We're not saying anyone has <laughs> a job because uh, builders and like real manual labour jobs. Yeah. Will go to the pub and have that first pint, but all day. But you don't work so close to that beer pump. Yeah. That we could rip it off all day yeah we can literally walk out of the kitchen and there's beer everywhere there's beer and you're just there. Like, we use beer in the kitchen yeah we use wine in the kitchen yeah I make my fish battle with beer yeah and we cook our pastas and stuff and wine whatever yeah so it's there where the wine's shit that cooking yeah. wine is horrible yeah it's horrible but we, there is real beer in the kitchen mm-hmm. and it's so like and when it's so hot as well and you just want to chill and like, we, we sound like right alcoholics. No, but we're I'm not, not trying I'm not, to. I'm not saying we drink at work because we don't. What I mean is, it, builders, that first pint of like a, someone finishing work is just as good as when we finish work. Yeah. But I feel it might be a little bit harder for us because we're so close We've to it. We've been around it all day. So close. Yeah, yeah, about that. And then you see people enjoying their life outside of your kitchen people, window. When we work on holiday park, we see people on holiday. Like drinking, being with their family, and and we're there grinding away. And yeah, that makes it harder. Yeah, are looking out the kitchen window, and there's just like yeah, yeah. People having a pint right outside your window is one of the worst things. You've been on lockdown for three for three months, oh. right? And you haven't been able to go on holiday. Obviously, <laughs> as soon as the holiday parks reopen, you think, oh, I can go on holiday now. You then realise you work on a holiday park, yeah. and you have to work. It's like. Yeah, no, and uh, people will go like who have like uh, average office jobs or whatever. Their holidays, you can have it when you want. Yeah, we have to have it in the winter. Yeah, our holidays start from after October half term until March. Yeah, that's when we're allowed to have our holiday. Oh, can I can I have a week off in August? Fuck can off. you fuck? Fuck it out. But talk, let's talk about lockdowns and points actually. It really pissed me off. I saw an Instagram, right? So when did we reopen? April the 12th. Yeah. Pubs reopened outside. Dream. Mm-hmm. I still haven't been to a pub outside of here. You're not? No. You went down the crown. I have been, yeah. Um, beautiful pub. Yeah. Um, but what pissed me off. I saw an Instagram. There's this girl. I'm not going to say her name. But after months of being locked down, she goes to the pub garden, orders a bottle of Beck's, like I could drink bottles of Bex all day at home. I've missed a fucking a draft. Why would you order a bottle? A bottle of beer. All lockdown, I was craving a beer out of a glass. You know what I mean? Fresh oh. from the tap. Not like you pour a tinny into a glass. No, nothing not the, same. the same. Nothing the same as a, as a nice cold draft with clean lines. Mm. And then I see, ah, oh, first day back at the pub. Mate, I'd have slapped her if I saw her at the pub and she oh. was having that. <laughs> No, well, no. Sorry. Let's be honest, mate. It <laughs> happens here. Yeah, we all finish work. Pubs finally open. We're all out. We're finally working again. End of the night. What are you having? Beer, 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 beer. Can I have a bottle of fruit cider? You could have done that at home. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to pay f- ridiculous prices for it here? Yeah. Well, well, ridiculous. Any pub, ridiculous price for a bottle yeah, of cider. True. Absolute joke. Whereas I could buy ten of them at home for that price. Yeah. You've been drinking bottled beer all lockdown. Yeah, it's got to be. I feel like when you're back, you've got to drink something that's not possible to drink at home. Because San Miguel tastes different from a can than from the pump. Yeah, any beer. I any think beer does. does. Yeah, but like that first San Miguel we had when we sat here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I want another lockdown <laughs> just so I can experience that first pint again. <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> or you could just stop drinking for a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. I could do that. <laughs> 
just drink titties for three months and well, then go back for it. This is um so a lot, but I, I speaking of lockdown again, there was people who genuinely were shielding for a whole year. Yeah. Imagine their social skills. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I've forgotten how to speak. <laughs> I've forgotten how to deal with people. Yeah. Do you reckon they're fucking mental? Because yeah, the people locked said people said year. they were locked up for a year, but they were meeting their mates. Yeah. Like we we were working together. Yeah. So and you were living at mine. Yeah. So it was like we were fine. Yeah. We're but there was people actually taking the piss out of it and that's yeah. made with lockdown that's why there was extra lockdown what I mean is there was people actually shielding from day one up until now yeah who didn't break any rules do you or reckon they genuinely lost their fucking barnet because I was losing my barnet with you it depends if they if they have a nice house with a garden and stuff and stuff like that. yes you'd still lose your mind but imagine being in here for a year not being able to leave <sighs> no yeah but like it's, I, think, I guess it's substantial it depends on who who you are and that. Yeah. but like imagine you're a fucking old lady living in a council flat mm. you didn't leave for a year Fuck only that. time any any interaction was when a family member went and got shopping and left it at your door. door but then you couldn't see them no yeah I reckon genuinely I feel for those people yeah genuinely and then you've got all these people breaking the rules stopping them from being able to yeah. as lockdowns get extended and yeah I think there might be another one. Uh, I do. Listen to radio today. One in eight people have it now, but no symptoms. So I don't know. I'm not going to pretend I'm a scientist. I don't fucking. Be- I don't understand. No, it. no, you know what I mean. But I, I did follow. But I, 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 we were tested every week, mm-hmm. and we, we genuinely did follow rules. I didn't go home see mum. Yeah. Nothing. When I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. And, and now I'm back to work. I can't. So I'm too fucking busy. Yeah. It's like that's a problem, isn't it? But um. I I think there might be another one and if there is another one I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do podcast <sighs> yeah <laughs> over discord <laughs> uh, uh, yeah that wasn't fun like I enjoy talking about football over that but our start podcast would not work over nah no that's why if like that. soon enough guys we are going to have guests yeah but we've made a fucking promise that we're never going to do a guest over 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 a Zoom call or Discord or whatever. No, it's going to be in person. It's all, cause we've got a nice setup here. There'll be another camera that side looking at the the chair and stuff. So I've got something right. Yeah. When I was a kid. Now don't laugh at me at this. This is when I was quite young. I'm not talking like when I was a teenager. This is. <laughs> like, we went on a holiday to Spain, and I remember I, was, I remember exactly where it was. I was in the car with my mum and dad, in a taxi, I think it was, and I said. Is there a sun in every country? I always thought that every country had their own sun. I didn't realise it was just one. And it really confused me, the fact that it was cold in England, but, like, it was hot abroad. And I thought, oh, is the sun in England just not that powerful? And then Right, there is there is something about that, though, right? And Kate, uh, my friend Katie told me this. Because you get a different sunburn in England. Yeah. Because it is colder... So you get like I, I don't know what I'm not a scientist. Yeah, so I know what you're saying. Like it's like sun, it's like sun slap or something. Like, and the wind you get sunburn from the wind. Yeah. So it you are a fucking idiot. I know. What, I know what you're on about. It's wherever it's windy, you feel colder, so you don't think you're getting. Yeah. Burned. So you get a, you get a worse sunburn. Yeah. But I know what I know, and I sound like a fucking idiot. But you are an idiot for thinking there's a sun in every country. I was young. I don't think it now, obviously. But I have a theory about when I was young as well, and it's it's mad. Right. I genuinely believed the world revolved. Have you seen the Truman Show? No. So he's born into a TV show. Right. And it, the whole show was based around his life. Yeah. And they they do like certain things to piss him off, mm-hmm. or and people vote for certain stuff, whatever. But before I seen the film, I was like eight. Yeah. I until I realised it. I not realised until I like noticed it that life was normal mm. like I genuinely believed that I think all kids probably do but I was like quite vocal about it that I was the centre and like everyone's life revolved around sort yours sort of like by thinking I they go to school with me not I go to school yeah. with them like and like until I realised you're a fucking idiot like <laughs> what are you doing but like, I genuinely thought like everyone else was like non-playable characters, like NPCs. And, yeah. Like, 
and then then it's just young mind though isn't yeah. it yeah but then but I've only really thought deeply about that the last couple of years I'm thinking what was I thinking <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I suppose when you're when you're a kid your mind's well you're taught you're brought up that way aren't you like you're brought up as like not me personally as the centre of the universe my, my family was like yeah because that is your centre of the universe I guess yeah but right now the centre of your universe is your boy and missus like. yeah yeah I suppose and, um, yeah but that was just what went through my mind and I don't really know how to explain that like yeah that's I've, I've never ever thought of life like that I know what you're saying <laughs> yeah yeah that's weird <laughs> just taking you too recently to think no no I, I, I realised when I was younger yeah but like recently the last couple of years I've, I've thought why did you think I'll tell you one theory I never get it's the flat earthers fuck me sorry if there's any flat earthers watching right, yeah. you don't believe there's a flat earth no I don't but I like the theory like what if no yeah I get that I, I know what I mean is I don't like when I say I don't like the people I don't like the people that think my favourite they're like so into it do you know they're like yeah I know a few people like it but do you know my favourite thing was the Flat Earth Society on Facebook right wrote on Facebook Flat Earth Society have members all over the globe yeah and a globe's a, <laughs> a sphere do you know what I mean it's like it doesn't mean we've had pictures of the Earth from space yeah but that, the whole point of the theory why I like it is what if that what if they that's are all like lying? faked and stuff and it what are they lying because the whole why would they lie and there, there is no proper reason but what if they are it's bullshit there's no way no of course it's not of course no it's way. not of course it's not but I like the theory I like saying but I like all conspiracy theories like, I love conspiracy theories my, but here's my favourite one do you know Alex Jones from one show the, the presenter no, no 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 the geezer no the American guy he's like a mad conspiracy theorist He's been on loads of podcasts and um, I think it's Alex Jones' name. Yeah, he's a nutter, complete right. nutter. But he like he believes like it's not just a flat earth, it's a flat level. Yeah. And then above us, there's people controlling us. Oh, and okay, then above yeah. them, there's people controlling them. Like, And he calls them wizards and shit. Like a big like hierarchy. Yeah. Of, yeah. But like we're like part of a game. and then But pe- but they're not in control. People above them are controlling them to control. Yeah. He's just a fucking loony, right? But... But my best conspiracy theory, well, not my best, my favourite one, is um, the conspiracy theory is that he has been put here by the American government to make out that all conspiracy theorists are nutters. Like, he's so over the top that they've made... Because there's people like me who are conspiracy theorists who who, who like, not because I'm not one, but I like like reading into it and that. But they've put him on earth to to make ev- like people who aren't seriously theorists to make think that he is a nutter and but it all of them are nutters yeah yeah to kind of try and make the theories that Could the American be true government yeah. know are true or whatever or like the, Dar- the DARPA ridiculous. machine was one that got proved mm. which was a machine that controlled weather in certain yeah I think it's in Russia yeah that was like that was a conspiracy theory that then was proven Mm. And they were so close with the chemtrail stuff. Yeah, the chemtrail stuff from the airplanes, from and the stuff. flu, and that. Yeah. yeah, but that that's not true. We don't know, but it's like close. But like they, the whole theory was that this Alex Jones has been put here to make people like that be but be known be as absolute loonies. Because when you think conspiracy theorists, you think of these nutters, like flat earthers, and that. Yeah, yeah. But where. But like, really, it's just people who like who are just anti-government a lot of the time, and like, because there is stuff going on. If there's more stuff going on than we we know, yeah, we know, and there's more stuff going on than these people who look into it than we know. I love it how like one of the biggest conspiracy theorists has become a conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's quite a cool story. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, but you need to check him out. Honestly, he's a fucking nut job. Uh, he tries to fight people in the street and that, mm. like. Like he like protests on his own, and uh, like people. And if you just don't join like him in, nutter. he just starts fighting them. Starts chasing them down the street, calling them fags and that. Which is like, nice to look, look him up. Oh. Alex Jones. He was on Joe Rogan's. Okay. And, yeah, they just ripped him apart. Really. But he, yeah, he just got high with him and just started shouting. He was getting up of his seat and like, he's like, trust me, those lizards. 
being controlled by oh, fucking hell. But there's some there's some of them that are really cool, like David Icke. Mm. He was on the True Jewelry podcast, and he spoke about the nine eleven stuff. And yeah. I don't want to really go into it, but he he speaks like with facts mm-hmm. that he never says it's not true. But he he says, but why did they do this, this, and this? And if you can back it up with facts, he didn't. Back, he's not backing it up with facts. What he's saying is, he's not. He's not telling you it's true. Yeah. But what he's telling you is, it could be because why would they do this? Yeah, yeah. And whatever. But yeah. So he goes in with a bit more like information that could. Prove yeah, it to he's be like true. an educated. Not just someone that goes, oh, fucking. Yeah. Like oh, the queen's a lizard. Yeah. But, but how? Tell me why. Well, because I fucking said so. Yeah, yeah, I don't... Yeah. No, I read no. an article on Google that said she's a lizard. Okay, but did you read any anything that says she's not? No. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> That's the same as the flat earthers. They, yeah. they type, I read an article saying it was flat. But what about every bit of history that says it's not? It's yeah, like they, they become, lie to you. It's like they become their own like little community and yeah. they're kind of like just talking between themselves. It becomes themselves. a meme. Yeah. They all become a joke and it's they don't help themselves because some of these theorists might, theories might be true. Yeah. But it's being ruined by these fucking it's taking out jobs. proportion yeah. and all that. But that's why this Alex Jones thing is, is my favourite conspiracy theory. A conspiracy theory about a theorist. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I've always said, sorry to bring up this, but I want to be during my lifetime, I want to find out what happened to Madeleine McCann. Oh, my Lord. This, it, it's not going to, mate. I love all like, the unsolved mysteries and no, stuff. Oh, yeah, so but to find like, that out. I don't know if we should speak about Madeleine McCann, to be honest. But no, like, let's just briefly go over yeah, it. Yeah, but um, a lot of people have done... There was that documentary that was released, which I was really pissed off about. Mm. Netflix released an original mm. The Disappearance of Madeleine McCann yeah. but all they did was cover that we already knew but yeah. it was for Americans because they didn't have a fucking clue right. about it so they released this like documentary and it was all we, we've lived we like yeah. grew up with this 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 horrible thing yeah like a genuine tragedy yeah but Americans didn't have they had no idea which is which I'll come to after but like they so when they made this documentary, I thought there was going to be new light, like yeah. shit. They, they're going to someone's some going sort to, of new information. Yeah. But it was just everything we've we've lived for our whole life. But the Americans had no idea about it. Mm. My next point was going to bring up was um, how we know more about America than they know about us. Yeah, because like we know about the American news, mm-hmm. and you see online like they go, "Can you name three countries in Europe?" They'll go, "Europe is a country," <laughs> like how do we like this is a good segue so they didn't know anything about Madeleine McCann where it was, uh, it was the biggest news story we've ever had yeah inside this country I think so for for it to go for them to say um, I had no idea about who who this guy who this girl was but then we know all about Epstein and yeah and but like is it because it's a bigger country than us and it's like the biggest country world in the world tragedy or? but like maybe it's not the biggest. Not country the world. biggest country in the world. No, um, I, know what I mean. Yeah, no, but it's the it's the biggest powerhouse in the yeah, world. Like, that's it's, what I it's mean. The, it's the most watched. Yeah, and I think that might be why. But we are also a powerhouse in the world. But like, if you believe not to that, the same but, level. Yeah, but but it might be the devil you know. Like, mm-hmm. and that's another point. The devil you know is is strange. Right? We we just accept it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, because another conspiracy theory that I'd like to find out about. Area 51. Oh, right. So, the, the devil you know is a real cool part about this coronavirus thing, right? Mm. So, you know about the devil you know. It's like, devil you know, the term the devil you know is like, it's bad. Yeah. But it's all we've ever known. Mm-hmm. So, it's like... Yeah. Like the flu, AIDS, cancer. Yeah. It's like, we know it. Not like shrugging my shoulders at it. Yeah. What I mean, it's like, it happens every day. Mm-hmm. Whereas this coronavirus or COVID, whatever you want to call it, was a brand new thing. So it's like, that's why we were scared. Yeah. Because it's like, we don't know what's the happening. Unknown, isn't but it? if you look at the real numbers, I'm not going to say it's not real because it is. It was very real. I believe it's real. Yeah. But yeah, that's another conspiracy. We're living in a conspiracy theory right now. Yeah. And, in a history lesson. We're my, living in a history lesson. My dad brought this up with me about COVID. I don't want to 
go too far into it about how it was all planned and stuff like that. I don't know if I believe it because obviously there's so many deaths and it's a horrible thing. But it does. He was the stuff no, he was the, saying. What I mean by devil, you know, devil you don't is like the numbers of death are very similar to the numbers of death of flu each year. Yeah. So like, but they're not projected because we know about flu. Yeah. So it's like we're not scared of flu. Yeah. But we're scared of this virus. Do you think then one day that COVID has become a normal thing? Yeah. Like flu. Like um, yeah. Until the next one comes along. Yeah. It's just it's but it's because flu's controlled more. Mm. So it's like this is now the vaccines coming out and all that shit. Yeah. It's like we're going to be used to it. Mm-hmm. It's like after not not in our, probably not in our lifetime, but in about fifty years, sixty years, like in like the next two generations, it'll be like someone will get it. And yeah. Be like, um, what's this? They're mm. like, oh, it's COVID. Oh, it's like an age-old fucking virus. Yeah. We're living in a history lesson. Yeah, yeah. Right now, we yeah, will, this 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 generation will be spoke about in schools. Yeah, forever. Yeah, you think about it in like what fifty years time or something in history. So fifty like, years. So or say, say when 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 your boy grows up. Say mm. he's like then you're like forty or fifty, and you go. Uh, they speak about twenty twenty one. Well, speak about the twenty twenty. Uh, how old were you in twenty? We're learning about coronavirus at school, Dad. Oh right, okay. Twenty tw- uh, uh, year twenty twenty. Oh right. What did you actually do? Nothing. Yeah. We sat at home for a year. You're. F- and he, he'll and go, be like, what? He'll go. You're fucking joking. Yeah. But how did you stop the virus? We we just had to stay at home. Yeah. Not interact with other people. We had to contain and- the virus. Yeah. If we had it, good luck to you. Yeah, but, it's like you're quarantined. You, yeah, you could have serious issues. Oh, so so when was the cure? Over a year after it was out. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah, because he was born the year that it yeah, was. Yeah, was. Yeah. So when he's in a history lesson now, back in 2020, and all of his classmates would be like, "Oh, that's the year we were born." Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. You don't think about it. But I suppose the whole life you live through will eventually be a history lesson. Well, maybe not, but. No, moments like the big will parts. be yeah, that's, I mean. that's a big moment of a lot of people's lives yeah uh, there was a lot of lockdown babies and yeah there was a lot of lockdown pregnancies I'm not surprised <laughs> what else are you going to do in lockdown locked up for a year <laughs> yeah yeah I did feel bad for the people that couldn't like go and see their partners or whatever if they uh, lived apart but it happened most, most of the time it happened but some people may have followed the rules and not done it but yeah because I remember like my missus come pregnant and like a load of her mates the people she knew became pregnant around the same time. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It was happening, mate. Yeah. Like, why not? You're fucking locked up. Yeah. Yeah, I can see what happened. I can see why prisons are so rife. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen when I was in prison. No. <laughs> no. Do you want to talk about that? No. Not why, but like what it was like inside. Yeah, okay. Because um, obviously uh, I've never been to prison. I wasn't like, long no. for a long I was in for a long time. Um, it was a while. Yeah. Like, I was just kept myself to myself. Um uh by the near the end I was so I was I was sentenced to fifty six days mm-hmm. to twenty eight, so I did I was on good behaviour. Half of it, yeah. Um and I knew I was getting out in twenty eight, so I was, it wasn't a violent crime. Yeah. I wasn't a menace to society or yeah, or yeah. a danger to anyone. Um it was my first my first real offence. So it's like I knew I'd get out of 28 if I kept my head down. Yeah. Um, I was a bit cheeky. I'm a bit of a geezer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like I got away with a few things. But like um, I was in, I, so I was in Strangeways Prison in Manchester. Yeah. Um, and I got 50, yeah, and I, my, my cellmate was a fucking spice head. Right. But he was so sick, yeah. So every night I'd get locked down mm-hmm. and uh, he had this piece of paper. And it's a sell spice, so you make make a spice spliff. Yeah. Do you know what spice is? Yeah. Yeah. So you make a spice spliff, but with paper, and it it like folded at the end like a little groove like that. At yeah. The end. And he could flick it under the door, and it would go to any cell he wanted opposite. No, not next to us. Obviously, he's yeah. not fucking. He's not the Houdini. Yeah. <laughs> Avatar. Yeah. But he could like bam, flick it under, and it would go, and either hit their door so they could like. Just get it under. Or it'll go under. Yeah. That's mad. But he then one day he woke up and he was hitting his head on the pipes. Our heating, but there's in prisons heating. So pipe, a big pipe at the bottom of the room. Yeah. Down one side. So that's where we used to hang our clothes. Now one morning woke up and fuck, he's covered in blood. He's fucking banging his head. Like, fucking out. Yeah, but like prison was easy. 
like, but it might not be for other people. I was in a Cat C prison, which is cat, category C, which is like no threat. Yeah. Like load, it was, and there was a load of Albanians there. Okay. So it's like I was fucking happy, you know. What I mean? Yeah. Um, it was it. It was like I wouldn't say it was like a holiday, but but it was it was an experience. Not not necessarily. A good it was one. like every day with Cat C. You could, there was no, none of this like locked up twenty three hours of the day. Yeah. Outside for an hour. We were locked up in our cell from 10 p.m. till 6 a.m. Oh, okay. But you could stay there all day if you wanted. Yeah. You could go outside on set, on set time. Yeah. But, like, there was, like, pool tables and that. So it's, like... A bit, of like a chill, bit more chill prison. Yeah, I wasn't violent. I'm not a violent person. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I don't recommend it. But well, obviously, I yeah, could have got but... into more trouble while I was there. But, like, I just didn't. I knew what I was fucking doing. I knew... I can't be here. So you there for a month? Yeah, yeah, well, t- four weeks I was yeah. there. Um, uh, didn't get, didn't, it wasn't put in solid, so, solitary once. Just, I was never in trouble. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like necessarily want to make you talk about it. It's just, I'd never, I don't really like talking about it. No, but I've never heard, from, I've never, I don't think I've ever known anyone that's been to prison, apart from you. I probably have, but I just don't yeah, know. Yeah. No, people, but people, no, it's people nice who actually have been don't, Talk shout about the it. world about it. Yeah, it's just um, it's just nice to hear like the experience about it. I suppose so I never would have known. Yeah, I made out it was easy than it was, but like it wasn't hard. Yeah, like if you just if you made mates with the right people, kept your head down, kept your head down, good behaviour, never mouth off yeah. to the guards. Like just like not the guards. Yeah, I mean the yeah. fucking officers or whatever. It yeah, it's just like do do as you say. So then, then they'll start treat if they if you just say, if they tell you to do something you do it. Mm-hmm. After a while, they'll just stop asking you to do stuff. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, no, fair enough, mate. Cool. Yeah, food was shit. Yeah, I can imagine. It's just bland. So like you'd enjoy it. <laughs> Fucking beige food. Yeah, my taste buds aren't exactly the best in the oh, world. Oh fuck! Which is mate. weird as a chef. Uh, so we think we, I we spoke really about it. so people at home if they've heard any of my podcast. Cal was on my podcast and we spoke about his eating habits and oh my fucking god because we had a Chinese that night <laughs> and he f- his Chinese order is lemon chicken no lemon curry sauce rice not rice no noodles yeah um, and chips and chips chips from a fucking Chinese to be fair recently I've been starting getting uh, fish and chip shop chips to go with it so chips yeah not yeah yeah but not <laughs> You know, like, I always find the Chinese chips are, like, cardboardy. Yeah, they're fucking, like, bid food, cheap, like, yeah. breaks, whatever. Yeah. No potato. Yeah, whereas... Chip shop chips chip are shop. the best, man. Yeah, that with the curry sauce and the noodles and the chicken, it's lush. This might be... This might sound... I don't know if I'm going to split, split, split the fans here, but a Chinese is better taken away, an Indian... Is better eaten in at the Indian. Yeah. Overall, yeah. I love an Indian takeaway. But I love an Indian eating in, and I love an Indian takeaway, and I like a Chinese takeaway. I, can't, I wouldn't have I can't, Chinese eating in. Yeah, no way. I've been there's I've been to a few buffet Chinese. Yeah, same. But the food's shit because it's fucking old. Yeah. There's reason it's six pound a head. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It's food been sat there all day and shit. Yeah, and it's fucking churned over. Mm. And like, uh, they say they throw it out. They don't fucking throw it out. No. I know the no tricks. Where we work now is very fucking clean. Like, mm-hmm. very clean. And it's um, very, very careful on certain things. I've worked at a, a very famous holiday park. Yeah. I, I'll probably get, if I'll probably get in real trouble if I say their name. I know which one you're on about. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say oh, yeah I was going to give a clue it rhymes with something but then it's too obvious <laughs> yeah let's not do that um, uh, and my first day I was on the grill <coughs> and they used to hot hold everything yeah so they put they put there was like four different burgers like mm-hmm. a, 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 it was got a, it was called like Big Daddy or something yeah Big Daddy like six ounce burger um, and then the double burgers were like fours mm-hmm. but like two fours there yeah. was a four ounce and then the kids burger yeah and it was like on like weird drawers mm-hmm. like yellow but like a thermodyne sort of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like it looks like, like Bur- at the back of Birking whatever yeah. and um, there was like a weird timer like a countdown clock mm-hmm. and it had an hour on it and then it was lights yeah. and when it got to the last hour 
it, we got to the hour, full hour. I was uh, my first day. I went to the sous chef because the head chef they don't work the head chefs at, at this place. Yeah, they're just paperwork. People. Yeah, yeah. I went, um, what do you want to do with this? Where do you want me to write the wastage down? He moved the clock back to the full hour. I went. There's no wastage in my kitchen. He didn't okay. say my kitchen. He said the company's name's kitchen. Yeah. So that's bad because yeah. it can cause obviously serious health. Like, I don't like hot holding at all. No. But for him to say there's none, and then I was I was only there a week. Yeah. But I I worked in a few sections. Worked on a pasta section and a pan section. Mm. And. Um, I noticed a, like a lot. Yeah, like, it's bad. There was no places. quality control, so if something was like fucked, you know, like so you get sent like something burnt. Do you know? What I just find weird though. Like if EHO were to go into places like that, obviously they're there for like a day or whatever. And they're EHO, like, oh, we do this, we do that, but then it goes straight back to how they used to do it as soon as they go. And well, it's, no, because that's why there's the clock, so they can get around EHO. EHO will say, "Oh, how long is this for? An hour? What goes after that? Well, we get rid of it." And they have like a fake wastage book and all yeah, that. Exactly. They have all these fake stuff. So they're still following their normal practices. That yeah. they're cheeky cheating stuff. Yeah. But EHO will just come in and look at it and go, oh, well done. Fair enough. Yeah, they're doing that right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit. Because, uh, but trickery. then I worked. But then when I did work for the popular chicken chain, mm-hmm. they do hot hold. So it's impossible to send out a fucking whole chicken. Like if someone orders a whole chicken. Yeah. They get it in ten minutes. It's impossible for that to happen. Oh, it's a real good process how they do it. So every every like thirty minutes they cook fresh chicken over and over. Yeah. But they have like loads of rationales out the back. So mm-hmm. everything's cooked in rationale and then it's cooked on a grill to yeah. make it lines. Yeah, yeah. But it's also in hot drawers underneath. Oh, okay. Every half hour that chicken's thrown away or given to star. But it's not thrown away, it's put into these big freezer bags, like big yeah. see through bin bags, given to charity. Nice. Everything. Every nice. bit of chicken gets given to charity. See, that's good. I like that. That's good. Because I'm really against supermarkets throwing away sandwiches mm-hmm. at the end of the night and like because when there's fucking loads of people who can't afford to eat. Not just homeless people, like genuine families can't yeah. afford to eat. Um they should and like they don't give anything to food banks. Like it really pisses me off when there's like big companies, like especially a big supermarket chain, um blue and white, whatever. I'm yeah. not gonna say the name. But um they have a food bank um, scheme yeah. where you would buy your trolley twice. Mm-hmm. So you pay for, let's say your trolley's 50 quid, you then double your trolley's worth and then they will re- put everything in your trolley into a food bank. Yeah. So then you're paying for this food bank when they're a multi-billion pound corporation where they can just give, give. old food. Yeah. Or... Not old foods, not 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 unsafe food, but yeah. like pass the sale by date still in date. Yeah. Like all like sandwiches they throw out every night. All those sandwiches. Yeah, they're they like out. the hot held pastries and all like well, the that, uh, no, you know that mildew sandwiches, mate. Yeah. Are fresh every day. Yeah. Those ones at the end of the night are binned. Mm-hmm. Just give them a put them through a food this, bank. The famous chick people. this popular chicken shop honestly gave out so much food to charities. And like homeless charities, like so they like not you couldn't you couldn't cook it as chicken. It we like stringy and shit yeah. after a while. They just made like loads of chicken soups, fucking real people who needed yeah like, help. And a big company for to do that is fucking brilliant. It's good. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because usually you'd think it would be the smaller sort of businesses doing that. Because I always well, there find, are like, small the, businesses doing yeah, it. Yeah, but like the bigger ones don't. Bigger ones need to pull their finger out and start yeah. fucking doing it. I, I'm really against them throwing out, throwing out food. Yeah, no. If it's, if it's spoiled or out of date, go, please. <clears throat> yeah. Because it makes someone worse. Yeah, it makes someone sick. Or... But, like, genuinely good food getting thrown out every night really pisses me off. Yeah, no, I agree with that. You heard it here. Big supermarkets. Pull your finger out. <laughs> Get it sorted. Rhymes with al fresco. <laughs> yes. Al fresco. <laughs> yeah, no, we are The on outside on supermarket. The blue and white. <laughs> <laughs> so right. what's, what's coming up mate well a load more podcasts I think special yeah. guests and stuff yeah. I want to get some guests on obviously do a few solo ones as well we've got a good guest coming on our episode 3 yes it's, mate honestly he's one of the funniest people I've ever met Yeah, um, but he's ruthless so it might not be for the faint hearted no I think he'll be good on 
during the podcast. Mate, well, we might have to it'll be a big edit. Yeah, that's going to take me take us a while to edit, isn't it? It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be fine, yeah. We'll just, we'll just tell him just not to say certain stuff. It, but he is well-behaved if you tell him so. Yeah. But um, honestly, you, you lot will love him. I feel like it'd be very interesting to talk about his life as well. Yeah, because we've only, we, like we have had him on the football podcast. Mm-hmm. So he, do, he does speak about football, but he never really speaks about his own life. Yeah. And I, he has had a very interesting life. Yeah. Um, not just in our trade, like because he's also a chef, but also overall life. Yeah. Like genuinely interesting. Like he's told me some stories, and I'm like, fucking hell. Yeah, and we have uh, like it might we we're saying we'll tell him to behave. But if the stories are like true, then like, go ahead. Big, please do, please, yeah. please let it run wild. As long as it's not offensive to a lot of people. Yeah, but he's not that bad. No, He'll but he's not. Right. He's not. But what I'm, what I'm trying to trying to say, he is bad, <laughs> but like, um, not, not like, uh, like dangerously bad. He's not yeah. offensive. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, the stories will be wild. Yeah, right. it's always be good. I'd love just sitting with him for a bit and just like hear some. If anyone knows who Wildman is, he's an ex-like northern gangster. Yeah. This guy is like him if you ordered him off of Wish. <laughs> Wildman Wish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the title for it. Yeah. <laughs> Do I leave it there for today? Yeah. 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 So yeah, thanks everyone for listening to episode one. Please make sure you subscribe um, and follow the. Follow the Spotify. Yeah. And uh, on Facebook. share it with your friends if you enjoyed it. And we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. See you later.